Kettle House. They have a fucking bong of water beer. <laughs> Alright. So, random question. Who would you rather fight? Or who would you rather do 60 seconds in the ring with? Nate Diaz or Conor McGregor? Uh, Nate Diaz. Because Conor's vicious at the start. Nate Diaz eases into the fight, but... I like Nate more. <laughs> but I would get mauled, decapitated by Conor McGregor. <laughs> Just right off the bat? Yeah, it wouldn't even, I wouldn't even stand a chance. It wouldn't even be. I would last maybe. It, Jose Aldo lasted like 11 seconds. So I'd probably last three, three or four. <laughs> but Nate at least starts a little slow. Like he's not, he's not as like, he's more of a marathon fighter. Connor's like a sprinter, dude. Connor's just... Just take your head off and be done with it? Yeah. Alright. So, Oski is what we're going to call you in this. Yeah. You're a Marine Corps vet, a wildland firefighter. You practice jiu-jitsu, and you're a huge fan of Steven Seagal. Does that sound about right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything but Steven Seagal, but... uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm actually just getting into jiu-jitsu. I mean, I've done it a little bit, but Muay Thai a little bit, and then box a little bit. So I boxed a little bit when I was in high school. Was never super good by any means, but have liked it since about high school, and then recently started to pursue it a little more. But not, by no means, anything special yet. But I forgot all about your Thailand trip. We'll have to, mm. we'll have to talk more about that. Uh, where'd you grow up? Deerfield, Illinois. I was born in Chicago, so Deerfield's a suburb of Chicago. But I was born in Chicago, and uh, my my parents moved to the suburbs uh, when I was young, and then they got divorced, and my mom and my dad lived in suburbs near Deerfield, like uh, Vernon Hills, Buffalo Grove, and which isn't far from each other. So I still see them quite a bit. Then my mom remarried my stepdad. So then I lived in Deerfield, which is where I met my brothers and uh, spent probably the majority of my life. And it was pretty sweet. It was, but not my, not really my cup of tea, but, <laughs> but it was sweet. Um, what made you want to join the Marine Corps? Um, you know, probably similar things for you with the Navy. It's like you, you, know, you want to go do something different. You know, but I had always wanted to be in the Marine Corps or the Army, as we've kind of talked about. Like, it's like I really want to be, wanted to be in it, you know. And unfortunately, you know, with the timelines, it wasn't like that. But I, I wanted to be, it seemed like stuff was still going on with ISIS. And I was like, oh, man. And yeah, I wanted, and I kind of hit a dead end in the college route. wasn't my thing, and I had always wanted to be one. So I was like... I was on the verge of going to Army and Marine Corps, and just the Marine Corps recruiter kind of vibe. He got me better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I hear a lot of other uh, podcasts or guys that are like in the Navy, and they were they went to a Marine Corps recruiter first, and it was like closed or whatever happened. Yeah. They somehow end up joining the Navy. Um, it, was, it was crazy. Kind of funny, and then yeah, I think I think we have kind of different reasons because I'm I'm not gonna lie, but I was gonna ask how you felt about your time in the Marine Corps because I know yeah. like like what me were you did... reasons huh? but why did you join? Um, I wanted to be a highway patrolman, oh, so yeah. I wanted to go join the Navy, 
get the experience, travel around the world. I didn't really want to go on a boat, which I don't know yeah. why I joined the Navy, but luckily I ended up not going on any. I had to go on a fucking boat. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, you probably went on a boat longer than I did. Longer. Um, I've actually never even been on a Navy ship besides like the Midway in San Diego. The, the uh, what do you call it? The, um, it's like a tourist attraction or <laughs> historical. USS Arizona or whatever? No, the Midway. Oh, the Midway. Yeah, the Midway there in San Diego, down oh, yeah. downtown. But, uh, yeah, I wanted to get out and join the California Highway Patrol, and I just figured that'd be a good experience to get in the meantime. Been, yeah. But, Aren't yeah. Aren't you glad you didn't do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do not want to do law enforcement. I don't I don't think policing people is my, uh, my cup of tea or something no. I'd be good at. But, yeah. No, that, that's not, that would suck, too. But, I know. Bad. I'm curious, and I'm curious because I've... I've thought about this question for myself. How do you feel about your time in the Marine Corps not doing any combat deployments? Because I didn't do any combat deployments myself. And I know there, there's kind of a weird feeling getting out for me of like, almost like I didn't do anything or I didn't have any real, any part in the, in the yeah. war effort. Cause all I did was flew around on airplanes and did security and stuff like that. Yeah. No, I definitely feel that every once in a while too. Cause it's like, fuck dude. But at the same time, you know, you can't, you can't, uh, can't plan when you're in can't decide where you're going yeah um i had a really good platoon sergeant who uh had no he'd never been in combat per se he'd been deployed to iraq and i still i mean i think they were not they just weren't kinetic you know but stuff was going on yeah it was a war but didn't have his combat action of him and he wasn't like he wasn't, like, I respected the fuck out of him way more than I respected some people that had it. So, I mean, sometimes I sometimes I was like, man. But either way, they did their part, not taking away from yeah. people that had it. But there's some people that have it. Like, I knew people that had it where I was like, I don't, I wouldn't trust you. <laughs> Just because you were there yeah. doesn't mean. So, I don't think you can take it away from us. And the way I look at it is I taught, you know, I got, we got, you got your boot cycle and then you teach all your boots. And you kind of bounce, but yeah. then they teach the next ones. Yeah. And each one's got a touch of you. Yeah. That's how I look at it. It's yeah. Like, and I, I mean, it sucks. Like, I would have loved to stay in, but there was nothing to stay in for. Still, yeah. there was nothing to be in there for. Yeah. No, I understand that. But I liked, I did love it, and I needed it bad. <laughs> I needed it really fucking bad. <laughs> um, and now you're doing wildland firefighting, which is how we met. Yeah. Yeah, and... That was a good season last year, and yeah, now I'm on my second season. Kind of slow last year. Kind of slow last year. This year, of course, it's like I don't, I don't do anything involved with fire, and then <sighs> ends up seeming like a pretty big, big season. You know, it's crazy because it is, but with COVID, you know what what COVID is, you know what COVID is, you know, it's like this whole seizing of everything. Yeah. So, the, we weren't really. Even, I never even went to NorCal, and it's like. I would have liked to. Now I'm good, but <laughs> but uh, you know, I would have liked to have gone, but you can't go because of COVID. When we had a mod go, and someone goes and gets COVID, yeah. Which I wonder what they were doing because I, I saw some pictures. It looked like they were doing some kind of. They must. Work, I think they had it. a couple really good days. Okay. And then they had a couple slow ones. Typical role, honestly. That's not far from my summer either. And then. But no major fire camps or anything because of COVID? I bet they were, like, with another group. 
Okay. Because they, they, you know, they only have so much space. Well, I guess yeah. there is like a million acres burned on that August complex. So oh, wow. Something crazy like that. The guy, I actually met a guy in Thailand who's on that fire. Really? Yeah. Small world, man. Wish I could have went almost to say what's up to him because he's a good dude. Super He's strong. on like San Fran Rural almost. Something like that. Wow. Not like San Fran. He's like on, maybe he's with the department and he's just a wild one team. Huh. I know California is weird like that. Like Cal, Cal Fire has extra stations in the more rural areas, and like you work for Cal Fire, but that you're might like, be where he works. Yeah, they're because I, I was super confused. He said he was on a hotshot crew, but for this, like for like a department. Huh. Yeah, that actually makes sense, and kind of like the Granite Mountain. Okay, I was gonna say it might be something, and I, I don't, I'm not saying he works for Cal Fire because I have no idea, but I have a couple of buddies from my academy that did that. They went to work for Cal Fire, and it's like strictly a hand crew. Yeah, that's kind of what he was saying. Huh. But it's cool that he was on that fire. Yeah. He's a good dude. Super small world. Uh, I feel like there was another question I wanted to ask, but rolling with hot shots versus type 2 crew. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I can't speak for all type 2 crews because I only went on one type 2 IA crew roll. The rest of them went on an engine, but being on a type 2 crew would still sounds miserable <laughs> something or just I don't know what it is about having type 1 status maybe it's an ego thing yeah I don't know what it is but I had a, a way better I think dude honestly what it comes down to and this is in no disrespect to people because I do respect a lot of people in the district but at the end of the day there's some people on that you're with on the hot chakra that you respect so much that you couldn't possibly let them down and not work hard or something and I still work hard at the district, but it's like, it's just so much easier to work. Yeah. Like, in almost black out. On the district, it's like, you're at the very back, like, cold black. Yeah. <laughs> Call you if there's a flare-up kind of day. You know? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, God. And even if you, even on the days where I don't do, didn't do anything with the, with the crew, I was still, I was working a lot more than I'd work with the district, but it didn't feel like it. Does yeah. that make sense? Because I, yeah. I think it's just the mentality. I don't know what's going, I don't know what it is, but yeah. And I think it's also, they just, a little more freedom, like, at least on Lolo. It could be a different on some hotshot crews, but on Lolo, I felt like a lot more freedom and I could, like, do, I, I it wasn't like... They didn't treat me like a child. Yeah. District, you can get that. Yeah. As and you it, saw. And it sounds like there's a higher standard, too, when you're Way going to a, a hotshot crew. It's like you said, you feel like, well, I, I'm not going to show that I'm tired because I feel like I'm letting these people down. They're yeah. all doing the same thing. Yeah. And it's that higher standard of where, like, we had some people in really good shape even just working at the district. Yeah. Because he's a freaking nature, he's dude. I, I would love to interview that guy just because he has so many interesting oh. philosophies and stuff. He's, I. I He's an open, and he'll talk, I mean, I think he would talk, like, he's, like, he's open book, kind of, if you let him. Yeah, I'll reach out to him, because I, de- I definitely would love to, to talk to him, just even for personal information, if he doesn't want me podcasting, yeah. but, um, yeah, that'd be sick. But, yeah, there's some people, give it a listen. <laughs> there's some people in really good shape, but, but still, it's kind of like, I don't know, I guess, like, like, if you're doing, like, a like a sentinel hike like you're you're still trying as hard as you can because you know there's people that are pushing it and they're gonna go but there's still so many people in the back that it's it's like like, and it's like what the fuck yeah it's like what are like what are we all rushing up this for when no it's not that high of a standard or like when you go back and get them yeah honestly that's that should be i hated that i hated that in the military yeah and yeah and fire and anything else like the whole 
I get it. Like not they left leaving... themselves behind. Yeah, man. not. <laughs> they left themselves behind. <laughs> yeah, not like the leaving. Like, of course, they're gonna leave somebody behind, and like you gotta pick up the slack somewhere. But it, on the other hand, it's like you need to let people, like you said, yeah, they they're leaving themselves behind. It's like, yeah, come on, man, dude. We you know, we work fucking five and a half, six months, and like, yeah, I'm tired right now, but in a, a month, I'm gonna be able to work out. Yeah. And it's not like it's not like we're dead. Yeah. Because it wasn't because like we were saying it was a big season, but it wasn't that big for a lot of Montana. Yes. Yeah. Because we got held in the region. Yeah. And it wasn't that crazy. Like there were more fires for sure. But still, like the district, I don't think they got tons of hours. Yeah. Not and, that I got like heaps, but I got pretty good hours. You know. Yeah. And my my own personal philosophy too is kind of like with the military when you see a bunch of fat bodies and in, in the military you're like yeah you dude you know what you're signing up for like yeah. you you no, should get, be lying on a PT I'm glad test. That, I'm glad that they kind of get shamed out a little bit <laughs> personally because it's not right. Like you're just fucking shaming the name of the like when I see fat guys in the Marine Corps it was like. Everyone would just look at him like, what are you doing in the chow yeah. hall, baby? You know, the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, especially on, on Horno. Horno was just all dudes. So there was no, like, everyone Most everyone was mostly young. And everyone was in pretty good shape. But there's like, a couple fat bodies. And I was like, dude, how do you even want to come here? Like, I'd be so embarrassed, you yeah. know? I'd be like, but that they're probably po- I don't know they're probably pugs or something I don't know what the fuck they were like there were some behemoths, dude. I remember being in San Diego sitting at a Five Guys on a on base and there was a pretty heavy dude sitting there eating a burger and he had a trident on his chest so that was kind of surprising. It's like what the fuck happened? Yeah, and I that's not the first time I've heard that. Yeah, just people get complacent. I guess I don't know. With older dudes, I'm a little more okay with. Still, like a it dude, still hurts. A, a, the basic military PT test, especially the Navy, it's yeah, like it's, it's like fifty push ups, I think, and fifty sit ups, and you got to run a mile and a half in a reasonable time. And like ten, like ten, yeah, it's like ten minutes. Like that should be a, like, there's sixty year old guys. I think ten thirty is probably fair. Ten minutes, I could see some people like. But there's sixty year old guys that oh, can do yeah. that. Oh yeah, no, it's that's super what, possible. And I'm that's just like saying, part of your like for job. basic, yeah, it's part of your job. Oh no, dude, the Marine Corps like three miles, like twenty seven thirty. Dude, if you're coming in at twenty seven thirty, again, you probably left yourself behind. Like, you're not making it out of any yeah. situations. And will people pencil whip that kind of a thing? Like they don't pass in the, and... in, the in the military. Yeah, yeah, in the Marine Corps. I mean, usually it's. I mean, I don't know what it's like now but it was usually just like more more pt or a little more aggressive you know a little more maybe hey like not like super bad hazing but like a little bit of fear maybe like go pee like make them f- a lot of times we'd like make a, like if someone was falling out we, we wouldn't paperwork it just because that's so much fucking work and it's an easy fix yeah. physical fitness it's all just like even if the kids, even if like the kids were eating, like, if the boots were eating like complete dog shit, it was like, uh, if we work them like dogs, like it doesn't matter, you know. <laughs> so, I think if when a kid was just stuck to PT, we would just make him do more. We would like put him in the, we'd like put him in the litter, make everyone carry him, and then like that should. I mean, for me, that would be a wake up call. I'd be like, I need to never fuck these guys over again. Yeah. And if he doesn't do that, then you kind of already know who he is. Yeah. 
That's kind of what we did at least. But we never really paperwork it. But people could. Like if you fall out on a hike a couple times and like the COCs, you'll probably get. Gotcha. But if it's like in-house uh, on like a run, no. What I meant by pencil whip is like somebody doesn't somebody doesn't pass or like your boy comes up to you and says, "Hey man, I'm not going. To, I don't want to do push-ups in a run today. Like you, oh. you got put me down for this. Like put me down for oh, whatever. My bad. Put me down for eighty push-ups, eighty sit-ups in this time. Yeah. Oh my bad. No, I no, I didn't hear much about that. Honestly, I'm sure. No, I the most that would happen is your homie counts your crunches. Gotcha. Which I had no problem with because that was. Like hardly an ab workout, more of like a leg workout. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like the top of your thighs. Yeah, it's, your like, quads. Is, it's like not super difficult. Yeah, but you'd still get like he would hook you up with like the, the last twenty. You just do because it was one hundred twenty or whatever, or a hundred and then but like so you do like eighty and now it's like one hundred twenty, which is probably good. I mean, I I had times though where I got people that didn't hook me up, so I would say it was a lot a lot less. Yeah, I think up the chain of command, there's probably some pencil whipping. Definitely. I never even heard of that term. And yeah, there's definitely some, I know some senior enlisted in the Navy that's not out there doing, they're not even, they don't even show up. No, dude. And they'll, and they'll, I remember seeing this one time, it was kind of a, a heavier fellow that was, uh, <laughs> Fat dude. yeah, he was not, I, I don't even think he could do five pushups, let alone a sit up and he, I literally saw him say, put me down for 50 and 50 like the minimum but yeah. still it's like dude you can't do five dude come on now. yeah have some have some respect for yourself <laughs> put me down <laughs> that's uh, fucking that that has no place and in the forest service it's even worse yeah because even i bet even on hot shot crews there's people that just don't hack it or like just hack it. That's yeah. really just not good enough in those jobs. But that's a whole nother problem of what's wrong with this country right now. It's just yeah. people's entitlement to what they what they want to do. It's like if you want to do something, earn it. Yeah. It's not all just fucking. You can't just. You can't just ride something that you have. Yeah. Free school just because you deserve to get a free education. Yeah. Like no, it's like. You gotta earn it, and uh, that's that. so. That's the problem. With, that's my biggest problem with the Forest Service right now. It's just, I mean, just talking to people. I mean, it's just, it's a lot of one side politically talking because it's big time right now. You know, it's like one side's talking, other side we can't talk. So it's like, it's frustrating at work. So the Forest Service. I mean, it's a good place to work, but it's definitely getting like kind of uprooted by new presence if you will at least in the Missoula area you think so I think so like talking to people not gonna what name them but like people that just don't people, actually aren't people actually that are, people that are on different fires and stuff just like in different communications or my experiences in general just kind of hearing stuff and being like why are you talking about like why are you even saying that why are you so upspoken about but like what he, specifically? Like, what? what's an example? Just, like, you know, like, oh, fuck. Not that I'm a Trump guy, but like, oh, fuck Trump. Like, oh. like read a headline, it's like, fucking asshole. Or like, I heard one person, like, was thinking about going to the BLM protest. I heard of something like that. Like, someone's heard that, like, at work. Like, hey, you want to go to the BLM protest? Really? So it's just, like, weird. I mean, that might just be, like, where I work. Yeah, I think that's partially this area, maybe. I don't know. It's... 
it's hard to say because there's it's such a mixed bag of people in this town it's kind of like dude it's everything from ranchers to people that just want to go you hike never know to, what you're getting yeah to like to someone. super granola eating motherfuckers and all the different colors of hair and and I'm not, I'm not, I have no problem with diversity in the Forest Service, but it's just, like, weird how much to get. And so I'm just, like, kind of ready to be done for a little bit. I like it, though. like being on a hot chocker a lot more. There's less of that, yeah. from my understanding. And I, yeah, I think it comes down to, like, again, just a standard. Like, yeah. a, a standard. Like, it doesn't matter ethnicity, background, anything gender. like that. It's Yeah, gender. It's just, like, there. here's the standard, and you meet it or you don't. And it's, I guess, at the end of the day, it's, like, like, what's your job? What are you here to do? And why getting into all the politics and stuff like that? I feel like it's just a distraction from, it from finishing any of the ta- Like, finish the task at hand. Don't, don't is, worry about politics. Like, it's just don't. like, don't bring it up because you yeah. know no one can say anything. Yeah, and, and I don't know. It's a free country, so you have every right to be outspoken. But it's also like, what are you getting at with it yeah. when, you, when you bring up your political Yeah, like, views? I guess, like, yeah, say what you want. But it's like, I don't know. It's just fucking really frustrating. Right now. I, 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 get what, I do get what you're saying, and I... And, you know, I'm sure they feel similarly, but I don't really talk about it at work. Yeah. Unless I'm talking to someone that thinks similarly to me. Really is the only time I'll talk about it. But it's just frustrating how much it comes up and then how much just, like, there's different, like, card type. You just, you find out, once you're in, I guess what I'm getting at is once you're in an organization, too, you kind of see the politics of it. Yeah. Like, what, you're not in the beginning, but once you're in it for a little bit, like, wow, there's this kind of politics to this. Like, that's kind of whack. <laughs> yeah. Not that there's a ton in the Forest Service. It's probably not as bad as a lot of jobs. But, man, you learn a little bit more. It's like, oh, God. Which brings me to my next question. Do you think society as a whole is getting soft? Yeah. (laughs) Not that I'm like... Not that I'm like a fucking hard dick, you know. But... Myself included, I feel like. I feel like I could be tougher. I'd put myself in the same category. Little, Little things, like... Don't need to get up and do a David Goggins run every day, but I'm still like days I'm too lazy to even go to the gym. Yeah, like go I for, a run, for a run, whatever. Run it's like I, I have no excuses. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that cold out. Like the sun was out. <laughs> like you can go for a run if the sun's out, but it felt too cold. To run. Like I get tougher, you know. And I think, like I said, I'll get back into that mode a little bit, but I also like to think I'm a little bit tougher than not all fucking origin not. All, not even most, but yeah. a good good portion of our generation's like just unbelievable in the country and people that were old, honestly fifty year olds are like it's like well yeah yeah you've like kind of gone soft dude yeah I feel like yeah there's that some of the generations before us don't really have a right to bash on yeah. on us and the younger generations it's like what did you what did you do yeah, you what the did hell nothing. did you do with you've your life you literally just been doing the same shit we've been doing yeah maybe even fuck shit up worse yeah <laughs> and now you're like blaming us for yeah. like the smallest yeah no I think no I do think the country guys often I don't fully know where it came from just something kind of happened in the last like I feel like 10 years thank you tail end of Afghanistan kind of era. I think it came from again watering down standards making tests easier instead of changing curriculum and yeah. adjusting to make people meet the standard they just lower the standard and yeah across the across the board and you yeah. just have people you always hear about people getting jobs 
or there was a better candidate because of some fucking dumb reason. There's always like some weird reasonings behind all these things. I think there's a lot of nepotism too, and yeah, relatives or that's that's somebody's of nephew course. or son or niece or whatever. Yeah, and America was. I mean, the people that are rich have been rich for a while too, which is pretty pretty interesting. <laughs> and it sucks sometimes. It does suck. It's like fuck. I wish, yeah. but at the same time, yeah. I already listened to too much George Carlin, so I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to open a can of worms. Yeah. Uh, what do you think your career looks like going forward? Do you want to stay in Wildland? Do you want to do something else? Do you think you'll stay in stay in this region, or you're talking about maybe going to? You're talking about going to Arizona or Cal California or another another crew. I don't know if you're saying permanently or just if you got oh, yeah. offered another spot somewhere else. If you'd look at going uh, to another region. Um. Yeah, so I definitely want to get on a hot shot crew next year. And uh, Lolo is high up there, which is in region. It's local here. And um, I'm applying to uh, Helena, which I've heard great things. I've heard great things about all these and a couple others in Montana. Um, And then potentially one in Alaska I haven't really fully decided on that I gotta make some phone calls I'll probably I need to figure out when they open and stuff but right now it's looking like and then I applied to three in Arizona but more just kind of feelers maybe for the future yeah what were you gonna say I was gonna say the the Alaska crew sounds pretty rough from from what you told me they sound brutal man like but at the same time they sound rad it's just more of like do I want to start somewhere new, not yeah. know people, not know expectations? Not that I don't think I know I'd meet all expectations. And yeah. I'd, ex- I'd like to, I mean, I'd like to think I exceed. But it's like, I need to put that work in and get ready. I need to know, I, but I don't know anyone. But whereas Lolo, you still have to put the work in. Yeah. But I know people. I know the unknown can can make you train harder though yeah. too so it's hard I, I just need I need to call them really I just need to stop being lazy yeah. but as far as my career that that's tough I, th- I think I flip flop a lot just in life in general on that and I have been ever since I got out of the Marine Corps because initially I really thought I'd just do that that would seem like a good gig but that career yeah but uh what was in there sorry I get some water um what I would do, what I'm thinking about doing is if I could do three years on a hot chocolate, that's kind of the benchmark of from what I've heard. Almost like, it's almost like the four-year term in the Marine Corps is how I've taken it, interpreted it, if you will. Three years is like, you're not a hot shot, so you hot shot for three years kind of deal, is what I've, not, I'm pretty new to that, that community, if you will. But, uh, so if I could do three years on a and maybe not on one crew, but on one crew, I'd get, like, a buckle, for example. You get, right. like, a buckle. But not that the buckle matters, but if I could do three years on a hotshot crew, and then kind of assess from there, because then I kind of get in. I don't see myself going back to a district. I think it'd be pretty cush. And, like, if I think if I needed to, for some reason, it wouldn't be horrible as a perm. Not really my focus, though. I'd rather, if I could get a perm on a hotshot crew... That would be a tough decision. Like, do I keep this, like, half-year cycle, which is, like, pretty sick, kind of unstable, but, like, pretty sick? Yeah. Or do I do I kind of say three years is good, let's go use that GI Bill and try to find something that I can make a little bit more money and use a little less of my body? Yeah. 
But that's, you know, it's tough because coming up, like, talk to me in January. It's like, man, I'm ready. Because <laughs> it's like you don't work. You don't do yeah. You just work out. Yeah. Train. It's like, yeah. That is a that is a cool part about the job is literally if you're just working out pretty much all day or you're hiking. That or I feel like you can accomplish. I feel like you can, any goal you want to do can not, not any, but a, a lot of goals you make can be done in roughly like six months. Say you want to go like hike the tallest mountain in Southeast Asia in each country, you know, something weird. You can go do that for sure. Yeah. You, you want to like go backpack in South America for three months can be done. Yeah. Not a lot of other jobs give no. you the opportunity to have that kind of a time off. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I can't think of any other job besides being self-employed or... No, it's... Or, like, maybe, like, IT. Like, if they were... Maybe, work. yeah. But, but even then, it's tough. months at a time off? It's yeah, it's tough. I don't think this country is really designed that way to take that kind of a... No. An absence from work. But I just... I off the mic, my bad. Um... No, I, that's the, that'd be like the hardest thing I think in the future to walk away from. I do think it'd be important to use my GI Bill, so maybe I'd use it in an off season or something. Maybe use it for something cool if I decide like, okay. Because I could see one day, I mean, I'm just, I'm so new to fire still. I feel like I get a lot of the concepts, but I'm still new to like what's going to happen with it. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen enough big fire yet. I've kind of, it's kind of been like increased in small doses, if you will. Right. But so I'm hoping next year's a big year. If I can get into it, then I'll start like wanting to learn about it more, you know. And uh, then I could see myself pursuing like then I'd like want to be a permanent chat crew, because I feel like there is a very similar belonging that I feel the same way about it. being in a hot chat crew. I think as I felt about being in my platoon, if you mm-hmm. will. I'm sure it'd feel the same more so than the district felt. As, like, your Navy guys. Your yeah. Navy buddies. Yeah, and I definitely... You're a little smaller groups I've heard. Right? Yeah, and very, very... I spent a very short period of time doing wildland firefighting, but there was that other kind of sense of purpose, and it wasn't... Yeah. For me, it wasn't all I thought it was cracked up to be. Yeah. It wasn't the most... It's not and, super fun. Yeah, it's not super glamorous. Like, you no. think it's like, oh, it's kind of cool. You're working around helicopters and hiking into a fire and, and that's that is kind of cool in itself you're just like i'm getting paid to go off. to go hike yeah hike through this super awesome scenery right now but at yeah. the same time you're like this fire does not need to really even be put like it's gonna put itself out it's yeah. probably not gonna oh, blow no. up or this this area needs to burn anyway because it's a bunch of bunch of forest land that's that's would be part of a natural burn cycle i would think oh yeah and that's how i feel about that fire I was on our planes, like, it was, like, I'm not going to talk too much about it, but it was, like, <laughs> but it's, like, dude, it's raining here, and, like, you still have us here. It's going, like, we put, we've mopped it up. It's, yeah. like, barely showing any smoke since a 94-acre fire. It's been, like, three days. <laughs> we fucking smothered it. Yeah. And we're the only ones there, and I'm, like, it's this thing, let me get home for the weekend. But that's also me being a baby because it's October. Yeah. So I can't. Because if that was July, I'd be like, why would they send us home? Yeah. Like, we need this money. It's like, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I guess it goes both ways. But I think the job's sweet, but it wears, all that shit wears off. And that shit wore off in the military, too. Yeah. It's like, you know, I remember the first time I was doing, like, mag reloads. Like, drop into the prone and, like, doing that. And I was like, this is fuck. Like, I mean, I was really, really big. Like, I just started in infantry school. But I was like, this is really hard. 
like, this is hard and it doesn't feel good. Like, <laughs> dropping to the ground. Like, this fucking kind of sucks. With your kit and everything on? Yeah, you're like way heavier. And I mean, obviously, I was being a huge baby. But at the same time, I think once you start doing, everyone wants to do ground shit till it's time to do ground shit. Yeah. And I do enjoy it a little bit more now. <laughs> you know, that's the saying. But it's like, I do enjoy it more now, but it's not, you know, the jobs, everyone thinks they're fun and glamorous, and then you fucking run a chainsaw for eight hours in Patty Canyon. Like, <laughs> whoa. Yeah. I just went through a whole Dolmar. Like, yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I haven't had a coherent thought in fucking six and a half hours, you know? Yeah. yeah. Which isn't all of what fire is. That's more of our, like, fuels program, which is cool. Yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a place for that kind of a work, but there's also, I feel like, a certain mindset you have to be in to realize, yeah, this is what I'm going to do day after day, and whatever, until there's until there's a fire, or just until until fire season really comes and kicks around, I'm just going to be cutting down little trees in yeah. the forest. Yeah, and, and that's just something I don't, a project works just something I don't want. That's yeah. one perk of a hot chuck. In other words, they'd be done by now. Yeah. Today, I was like, Again, kind of what you're saying, like, beautiful scenery, man. Like, I did take a picture. It was nice enough. You know, it was awesome. Snow, just on the 4,000-foot elevation, roughly. It was nice, but I'm fucking out there closing gates in the snow, moving <laughs> boulders. And I'm like, God damn, dude. Every, everyone I know, most people I know that I've been working with all summer, laid off, been laid off. And I'm like, why am I not on a hot shot crew already, man? I should have fucking... Wish I would have done it last season, but I ended up getting a good portion this year. It worked out very well, and I've enjoyed my time. I'm glad I did it, but it was like, I wish I, I do wish I was done super bad. But yeah, just come in, work, and just have it over with. I get that. I mean, you now you're starting up your business, though. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> How's that going? Uh, it's kind of slow going right now. It's um. Just with you, uh, you know, I've already been telling you, but the was doing that sales job consumed most of my time, and then finishing between finishing my degree, the sales job, uh, volunteering fire, mm-hmm. and trying to start up my business. I just I couldn't put enough energy into one particular yeah. thing, so now it's cutting back on some of those other things. Uh, left the sales job, and now it's just focusing on on uh, getting out there and getting my business name and meeting meeting realtors. I think I think and I dude honestly man, I think this place is about to blow up with houses. I mean, I think it's time, you know, the Northwest Pacific Northwest is the only place that isn't. So once these houses start once people start moving here and building, like they're gonna I mean, they're not gonna have enough home inspectors. I I hope you're right. But I also just again I don't I don't feel like I'm intelligent enough to really talk about the future plans of uh yeah. of of missoula but from from everything i've heard and some of what i've seen i, I do agree it seems like everybody's just people are buying places sight unseen oh just, yeah i don't like i don't i don't care what the price is They'll what it needs build, done just yeah, yeah I'll, I'll pay over asking price Dude, people buy. are fleeing california like crazy i know there's like a mass exodus it's kind of kind of scary but it is what it is but i know I know that here um, they don't want to build out anymore nice. in the more rural areas. That's good. So that means building up, and again, from this is just what I hear. I don't know if this is true or fact or not, but they they don't really want to build up. So it kind of leaves you with almost like a housing crisis of where all these people want to live here, but where are they going to go? Yeah. And I don't know if you heard this summer. It was um, I don't remember the actual numbers, but there was you couldn't get an apartment. There's there was 
a, at least a three month waiting list for people that wanted to try and get an apartment for rent because so many people are moving here. And you have that's the what co- I'm saying, dude. yeah, and you have the university, which with COVID, I, I don't know how that's going or, yeah. or their numbers are still going to be about the same. Everybody's just I'm sure people and people still need to go to school or whatever. Yeah, they need to so. Huh? I said they need a drink. <laughs> Fucking, um, I think it. I think I think it's gonna boom around here. They have to expand eventually. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, I should probably look into what that what that plan is. It might be yeah. beneficial to me to do some. Uh, it's exciting though, dude. I'm glad that you're done working on that sales job. And I appreciate it. Bigger, bigger, brighter future. <laughs> So what are your, we, I was going to ask this earlier and I got sidetracked, but what are your personal thoughts and or beliefs on managing the forest to help mitigate some of these devastating fires? And it can be for this region, it can be with the U.S. as a whole. I know, I don't really know much about the East Coast and how you their know, fires. It's tough for me because I still, you know, I could kind of set them pretty new. From what I've heard in California in the past, I think they thin now, but I don't think they thinned a lot or they didn't, you know, they didn't burn. Yeah, One of the two. I think they didn't want to burn because of which is, the fear of, of which starting is a, a big. Heat. Honestly, kind of fair, but regardless, no matter how you chop it up across the world, across the country, rather sorry, we are putting fires out super fast, and now they're just like, like the fire I was on in Plains would have been like a huge fire, in nineteen seventy five, you know, but they were taking out fires right away. Jumpers were, you know, it was, people were getting after it, which is good, you know, awesome. Glory days almost, but it's like, <laughs> but it's also like, yeah, these fires like needed to happen, kind of what you were saying. Burning needs to happen, and I don't know what time, because I don't know enough about California, never been there to fight fire either, so I don't know. But I've heard that so they're doing, I mean, they're doing something yeah. kind of wrong, or it could just be just wicked climate change. I mean, it's a fucking. We're on a we're we're on a you know we're in the middle of outer space like I don't fucking understand how we're, we're the earth what the earth needs and what it, you know what I mean what yeah. it needs and I think fire is needed in the in the system but California is get huge yeah I mean million acre fire like we were saying like, yeah. I have no idea that's unreal I don't even know, but I mean but people people need to stop being stupid though yeah because that was started from uh, was that the gender reveal one that was the gender reveal one million acres yeah from that gender died on it burnt over do you think that couple's going to going to jail i doubt it i mean i almost don't even know if i'd want them to that's a tough one yeah because i can't speak for states that i can't speak for states that have a wildfire problem but i mean i was never taught like coming from suburbs of chicago i wasn't really (laughs) taught how to fucking not started wildfire. I feel like I've heard of some things. Where because, like, I could totally have seen 15-year-old me start a fire. Like You didn't grow up with Smokey? No. Really? I didn't know anything about... So maybe it gets taught a little bit better. I think so. And being a, a native from California... Yeah. I remember going up camping as a kid. And I remember always like my parents always stopping at ranger stations and grabbing like... Here's yeah. your smoky pen, or here's your smoky sticker, and see, and seeing the commercials. Only you can prevent forest fires or whatever. But I, but still, being a dumbass kid, like I, I'm just lucky that I never, 
I guess, had the balls to go play with fireworks enough yeah. or on my own or in a field or something. I had some general knowledge or just fear of my parents murdering me that I didn't go start any huge fires. But no, I, I could kind of see it too. And that's that's where it's a hard one. If you're, if you're the judge on that, you're like, what do you what do, you do with this couple? They, they, their intentions were good, but that's a lot of ignorance to, yeah. uh, to, to just to just let them walk away with, with nothing. So I, I don't know what you do there. Yeah, I'm glad that I don't have to you make know, any decisions. Yeah, I don't want to make that decision either because it is, like, it's... But, yeah, like I said, I uh, didn't grow up around... Some, I, dude, I didn't even know the Forest Service was a thing until, <laughs> like, I applied. Yeah. I was like, what is... The, I still... I'm just learning about it, really. Didn't know how much the history was, really. So, I mean, it's cool, but I'm glad it gets taught a little more because, yeah, where I came... I mean, yeah, it was not... I knew kids that threw like Molotov cocktails and grass. <laughs> Granted, it was green grass. Like, it rains a lot, you know? Yeah. But it's like, had that been and I mean, that kid started a fire up Sentinel, fucking doing that hairspray check with the fire. With That's the what lighter. he was doing? Yeah, like, I did that all the time. That's the fire this summer? Like sixth grade, yeah. That's what he was doing? Was playing with hairspray and. Yeah, just like hairspray and a lighter, just doing the whole flamethrower trick. Wow. And, like, I feel like when Axe was super big, I feel like my friends and I did that all the time. Yeah. Outside. Probably burnt. I think we've burnt grass before, thinking, it, like, it's like that probably. I mean, that it's, because say that was the big fire. You're going to get mad at this kid. Yeah. I mean, it's horrible. I mean, I don't know, because, yeah, that fire did, like, just torch homes. I would yeah. hate those people. I hate, I do hate those people. <laughs> <laughs> But at the same time, like, ruin their whole life, kids on the way. Do I hate them that much? I don't know how you make that right. I really don't. I don't know the answer to that one. Yeah, I think they'd have to go fucking dig line. I think they should. Have, I think yeah. they should, like... That, yeah. That probably wouldn't work out too well, but... I don't know how you hold something like that accountable, because, yeah, what do you do? Yeah. Like, the the... I don't know how they even... The, I'd feel so bad. The the restitution they'd have to pay on that is something that I, I doubt they'd ever be able to pay off, so I don't know. Oh, how, I don't know how you make that right. I really don't. No. Maybe jail time is... Maybe one of them spends some time yeah. in jail. Father, so, something, I don't know. Yeah, or community service for the rest of your life. Damn, dude. Your kid's gonna be the new... Dude, uh, the problem is their kid... Like, I almost feel bad for their kid. Had no part in that, and they're just gonna be known that. They need to move, too. Maybe he'll grow up and be a firefighter. I mean, I'm sure actually, yeah, that'd be <laughs> ironic. I'm sure they don't need to move. Their house might be. They're probably not going to be well-liked. I don't know. I haven't looked into it. Their house just might be gone anyway. Yeah. Well, that's really all I got, man. Any closing thoughts or anything else you want to get out there? Um, nah, man, I'm... I'm just, uh... Yeah, no, I'm glad I've been able to get to live with you for the last couple months, even though I haven't been around too much, but it's been a good time. And uh, after I head down from after I head down to Arizona and after this summer after this winter, I consider it my summer almost heading down to Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> but after this uh, this winter when I come back up we'll we'll have to do another one if you if you have time. For sure, no, because I yeah, definitely uh we should talk more about Thailand, kind of your experience there. Yeah. We'll see where all this COVID shit is at by then, but uh, also how your your race goes. I forget. I keep wanting to call it a, um, a it's not an ultra marathon or Ironman. It's a. It's technically an ultra marathon. Ultra marathon. But it's not like it's thirty one miles, fifty k. Okay. Yeah, and I have to start training for that soon. 
Not that I think I'm not ready for that. It's just... I'm, yeah, I'm sure you could do it this weekend if it were... <laughs> if I had to, but it would be such a miserable experience. Yeah. And I do need to put myself through some longer rounds. I think I was thinking about it today. I think one of the my biggest... And obviously these are fucking first world problems. But my biggest challenges I'm going to have to figure out is my training plan for this off season and how I'm going to do that. But just with... Because MMA Lab, the gym I want to go to is $200 a month from month to month which is kind of it's a six month plan which I don't think I'm going to spend six months there so where's where are they at they're Phoenix. in Phoenix oh they're in Phoenix okay they're in Arizona yeah so that's the gym I, I want to train at and then but that that's a bit that I want to be there quite a bit but I also have to get miles in not every day maybe but it would save my shins a little bit I'd still be getting good workouts in but I still have to put in some miles every week like 20-30 miles a week and then I also want to weight lift because I do want to get a little bit bigger. Mm-hmm. But it's like, that's a lot of fucking cardio. Yeah. But, but then then you get caught, is it an excuse to not weight lift? Because oh, I'm already just, it's not going to, it's like you can weight lift still. Yeah. There's plenty of guys that do it. And still. then you can put on weight. I just have to eat a lot. Because I don't want to like shrink per se. I'd actually rather grow, but I don't, just martial arts is sweet, but it is like, an intense workout. You were pretty thin when you came back from Thailand. Yeah. You. And you, it's not like you were fat. You were just, yeah. yeah, you definitely had more muscle and you came back, you were pretty lean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely had a lot more muscle when I left. But I don't regret that. And I still, I'm, I'm roughly the same weight now. Not, not as like lean because I think I got some of that American produce in me. <laughs> I want to cut, so I've been eating like shit the last couple of weeks, but. Once I start this 50k plan, yeah, I want to eat on my best, put a lot. Hopefully, pulling an animal this this off season, maybe stock the freezer, just eat that, and just try to get do almost like the Joe Rogan what he did. Right on. But now that I think that's gonna be my biggest thing to overcome. I was thinking about that today. Now that that's a serious problem, and it can be easily solved, but I just wanna not burn myself out, you know. But at the same time. Cause I'm gonna try to I'm gonna try not to be, you know, getting after it with the, the reefer. So <laughs> if I can if I can do a good uh, if I can do a good job of training hard and not getting hurt, cause I don't want to get the only thing that works on the fifty k is it's in February, work starts in April, that's a long season. I don't want to be like what happened to fucking, you know. The, the guy from our crew this last year so it's yeah like, yeah i don't want that to happen. i don't want to get burnt to burn myself out and be a time by the time season starts i'm like dude i'm not ready to put in work yeah so i still want to have fun yeah but i definitely want to there are things i want i want to get better at martial arts i'm a huge fan and i want to get better at it possibly compete which hopefully we can talk about more next time then hopefully return to thailand and compete there that'd be super cool too for sure but that's those are kind of the last things I got, man. Well, cool. Well, I appreciate you coming on, man. First episode. Yeah, so, I'm thanks. honored. Thanks for doing it, dude. Yeah, peace out.